Welcome to UAB Techno, a podcast about all things technology at UAB. I'm MJ Moon. And I'm Carrie B. And we are your hosts from UAB IT. Welcome to a new episode of Techno. In today's episode, we are going back in time to remember what the beginning of remote work was like at UAB. But first, we want to review some of the latest news and technology. Last fall, we let Box users at UAB know that we expected to discontinue use of Box at UAB because the contract cost was becoming unsustainable. But we are pleased to let you know that Box came to the table with us and agreed to a new three-year contract that allows us to continue using the cloud file storage service. This is great news for UAB faculty and staff. In the future, UAB Box will have some new features, including enhanced security, and we will also be working on a storage management strategy to make the best use of all of our storage options. One way that you can help is by deleting what you don't need from Box, such as old files or duplicates. But for now, just keep enjoying using Box. It's what our team uses, and we're grateful to our leadership that negotiated the contract. We have talked a couple times about the new mental health app at UAB called BeWell, which was developed in partnership with UAB Student Affairs. The app is live in the iOS App Store and the Google Play Store and is available to all students. It has great resources like a self-care plan you can personalize and quick access to mental health resources for students. In the next few weeks, we will be adding more resources to the app, including several videos in the Finding Calm section. And MJ, you're putting together those videos with audio and video files from student health counselors and images from UAB photographers. What I love about the app is that not only is it an incredibly robust resource for mental health and wellness, but it's very much a product of UAB with that personal connection to our students. We're already developing an employee profile for the app as well, so that will be available for employees in the next few months. If you would like to download the BeWell app or you're interested in finding out some more information, you can visit uab.edu slash app slash BeWell, or you can find the link in the show notes. MJ, recently our fellow campus communicators had a discussion about social media scam messages, and you have some great advice about how to avoid phishing on your social media accounts. Yeah, so the number one thing that we encourage is verifying that links are secure and coming from legitimate sources before engaging with users and content, especially in direct messages. Fake and scam profiles often have low follower following count as well as a small profile history. This is harder to catch when profiles are private, but you can use some context clues of their profile picture, what kind of information they have in their bio, and who follows the account. Those things give enough of a glimpse to allow you to make good judgment on the user. The second thing we encourage is to never enter your login information or personal information into a website unless you're certain that it is the official domain. If you're unsure, you can verify that the URL is correct by opening a new tab and going to the legitimate website via Google, and then you can compare the two. On our security website, we sum it up as check the sender, check the link, and report anything suspicious. For any additional information security or phishing information, you can visit uab.edu infosec, and on there you can find a whole list of resources and information on how you can stay cyber secure and protect your information and protect the university. When we recorded our last episode, MJ and I realized that not only were we at about our year anniversary of starting this podcast, 
we were almost to the year anniversary of when UAB began its remote work period. And both of us went back and listened to the second episode of Techno back when MJ was hosting along with our former colleague, Jessica Reed. And we honestly had kind of a good laugh at the things that we talked about in regards to remote work. A lot of the advice was spot on in terms of technology, but we have all learned so much in the past year. MJ, what were some of the things that you enjoyed listening back to that episode? We first started off talking about Office 365. A lot of people work from the tools that are downloaded straight onto their computer. And depending on the technology that they went home with, you know, that Friday or that they were able to get the following week when we switched to remote work, may not have had all those applications. And so we began working in Office 365, the online versions. We just wrapped up a big project about videos on how to use that software. We were talking about it this morning, but last semester we, you know, had a conversation with Box about moving away from their service and moving strictly to OneDrive. And we relied really heavily on Box when we first moved over. One of the things that I think was interesting about the podcast is you talked about using Zoom for the first time. You know, all of us, I feel like, have become Zoom experts. We have become so accustomed to holding meetings where you are just looking at a screen. We've talked over the last few months, I think, about Zoom fatigue and how it's difficult, especially when you're in a meeting with a lot of people, figuring out where you're supposed to look and remembering to mute your mic. That's occasionally something I still struggle with, (laughs) even a year into this. But what is normal for us now was so brand new when that podcast was recorded. The way that we pitched Zoom was there's also this application called Zoom. And a lot of us had never heard of Zoom before we switched to remote working. I said that I joined my first meeting 15 minutes early because I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to join it right. And I was scared to be in the Zoom meeting because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know, you know, do you have your camera on? Do you have your camera off? Then there's all kinds of updates that have happened. Virtual backgrounds are a huge thing that everyone uses, as well as blurring your background. Zoom just now released an announcement that they are launching automated closed captioning to all Zoom accounts, which is huge for accessibility. Teams has had that since the beginning, but it's interesting to think that we're almost a year in and we're just now getting closed captions into Zoom meetings. But the fact that Zoom existed a year ago, it blew me away then. And so now I'm like, oh, come on, you got to hurry up and you know get with the times. Teams has been on it. We do have some colleagues in UABIT who have always worked remote. And And I know that when we first started remote working, we got some advice from them thinking about your schedule and making sure that you have, you know, time to separate yourself from your desk and from your computer, things that you wear. Honestly, listening back to that conversation just made me laugh. I probably haven't worn something that's not sweatpants in a long time, but that's just kind of the nature of working from home right now. Absolutely. Wearing dress pants every day. I don't miss it. One of the biggest tips that I took away from that episode was that you should communicate with the people in your house about, you know, when you're in meetings or the expectations of what work time is like. That still is a a great realistic tip to keep in the back of my mind. And luckily, you know, we're almost at a year in a pandemic. And so we've kind of been able to figure out that balance. But I've also moved my office space around my house three times. (laughs) 
because I just realized that it wasn't meeting the needs that I had. The first time I thought it was just going to be a two-week period. So I plopped down a desk in the middle of one of our common areas and set up my computer and realized quickly that that wasn't going to be realistic living in a house with other people. And finally, I've settled into bigger home office space. It's all about tweaking things as we go. I think that's really true. You mentioned that you've changed your home office location a few times, and I have done the same thing. But my home environment has changed too, because for the first six months, my husband and my two boys were home the entire time. But my kids are back in school, my husband is back at his office, and it's just me at home, which is easier in terms of finding peace and quiet, but it's also harder because I'm used to either being at home with people or being in an office where I can very easily bounce ideas off other people, see them in the hallway. As much as we've gotten used to seeing each other on a screen, it's just not the same thing. Yeah. I read something the other day about the pandemic in general and how you might feel like there are things that you haven't accomplished. I know when we first started the pandemic, people were talking about the great artists and writers and playwrights who during other pandemics in history wrote their best works or painted their most famous artwork. And if you haven't done that in the past year, it's really okay. The article talked about how in those periods of dormancy, that's where creativity comes from and that's where innovation comes from and you need that downtime so that you can think about innovation. What happens after a period like that is usually a lot of innovation and change and maybe that's something that we can expect in the future. But it's also worth noting that even throughout this past year, we have accomplished a lot of innovation, not only in IT, but across our campus the things that our researchers have been involved with, just trying to respond to the pandemic. It's really amazing to work at UAB at a time like this and to see how hard people work, to see how innovative they are, the way that they're trying to solve problems, and to seek solutions to what is just a difficult period for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. I think all of that innovation and progress would not have been possible without the dedicated campus leadership as well as our campus partners across the board and IT employees. If no one has said thank you recently, thank you for all of your hard work in the pandemic to whoever's listening. Absolutely. So one of the things that I think about anytime I think about remote work and when we first started remote work is that MJ has a video of herself talking to her sweet puppy, Margot saying, here's my coworker for the next two weeks, because it was the first day of remote work that we all thought was going to be about two weeks. And now it has been almost 52 weeks. What little we knew back then. <laughs> yeah, if you go follow us on Instagram, I will include a snippet of that video with Carrie's permission. Yes. Go find that post and you can find a video of me and Margot. To end this, MJ, I think we need to talk about how as difficult as this past year has been, and as amazing as this past year has been in terms of seeing all the innovation and the changes that we've made, we can't overlook that there are a lot of funny things that happen on a video Absolutely. call. And Absolutely. I'm sure a lot of people have seen, if you haven't, you should go look it up, the lawyer who accidentally appeared as a cat in a live remote court situation. In the next week, we're going to be asking on social media, what is the funniest thing 
that has happened to you on a video call over the past year. And we hope we get some good stories. I'll be sure to share mine in the comments on Facebook. UAB Techno is produced by UABIT's communications and marketing team with Carrie Bean and MJ Moon. Music is by Kevin McLeod. Is that a plunger?